Hello, the jazz music is back. It's episode seven of the lap. Um, my guest this week is not who it was meant to be. Uh, it was meant to be Ed the Killer Kilby. Um, as you can tell from his nickname, he's quite an elusive character. So elusive, in fact, um, he, he, he he isn't here. <laughs> so I thought to myself, who to turn to in a moment of crisis other than the most reliable man in the Surrey Championship, James Smith. Now, Smithy is Spencer's club captain, two stalwarts, fills in in the ones, uh, all around great bloke, great person and great guest to have on the show. Um, Smith's club career has been a lengthy one. He started out as a 12 year old at his local village club called Billingborough, moved on to Sleaford, went to university, then went on to play for Oxford uh, before finally joining Spencer. We spoke about all manner of topics really and the ones I've clipped together for you guys are, we spoke about being a late bloomer in the sport, uh, got quite philosophical about umpiring, whether people do cheat, um, and finally we spoke about um, Smith finishing off a game at the Oval, which I highly recommend staying <laughs> tuned on for. Um, but yeah, first things first, I wanted to know where this improvement came from. He was a fourth team player at Oxford, came over to Spencer, plays in the two, scores loads of runs, um, and I asked him whether it was at the university, and this is what he had to say. Absolutely no progress was made as a cricketer by going to Durham University. Okay. So I've rocked up. I had grand plans. So I've gone to university, aged 18, top score of 40 in adult cricket. I'm going to make it, obviously, because, you know, going to Durham University, great place. Professional rocked aspirations. First winter net. Professional aspirations. I thought all I needed was, you know, I was, I was a little nerdless so you know three-day game I'm bound to score more so I've rocked up um winter nets and I've I sort of come down and um I just look over and I see who's up doing a bit of keeping oh that's James Foster right oh. um he ended up playing for England that winter so he's quite handy um lads you know Loudon brothers I think Alex played for England once Pippa Middleton I think crossed his path on a couple of occasions as well wow okay. um yeah a couple of left arm spinners and sort of first year I didn't really fit in I sort of gave up but sort of third year I got a 50 then you know I thought well this year I'm definitely going to make it and I managed to get down to the last sort of 40 for the UCCE squads the, you know the Durham UCCE squad this mythical place okay. where you're going to get professional cricket well I say I did I had um, a four minute meeting with Graham Fowler where I think they discovered that I wasn't Will Smith the lad who ended up captaining Durham and Nottinghamshire and winning the county championship five times I was just James Smith and the fact <laughs> I yeah so we've come down sat in the room and Fowler goes look I don't think you're going to make it and I sort of looked at him and thought well I don't think I am either I'm not going to say that because there's a lot of really good cricket here's a captain of the combined college 11 off your pop and 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 that was it so so maybe putting down that I played for Lincolnshire under 19s was a bit of an embellishment and I got found out but you know it is what it is did were you were you aware that this there was this other smith with an eye of I'm gonna get in here I was never pretending to be Will Smith um we just so happened to be opening batsman who bowled terrible offspin um obviously he does both of those facets a million times better than me and I think they've just got confused and seen a smith and thought yeah he'll do and turns out I didn't do so um yeah I just spent my time at university World Cup 2002, Euro 2004, 
no interest in playing cricket really. So when was when did you score your first hundred then? First fifty was at nineteen. First hundred would be twenty four. I can't believe I can't believe that you your first time. I mean, I'm twenty four and waiting for my first time, and it would have happened this season as well. I'm sure. Um, but I can't believe how it came so late, as it were, that I've played a game of you two years ago where you're on 95, not out, with one to win, and you took the single. And I've never been so disappointed to win that. <laughs> and I'm still ashamed of you now, actually. Fair enough. Well, I don't know. I, th- I, think, I think I'm quite bloody-minded. Some people might say that. I'm quite bloody-minded. I just thought, think I'm you're not, a coward. I'm not, I'm not getting <laughs> out here. I'm not, I'm not giving you the satisfaction, Cameron Ponsby, going, ha, ha, ha. You got out for ninety-five. <laughs> yeah, it would have been very satisfying. I'd have very enjoyed it greatly. Yeah. Last week, Ack not so delicately put across the idea that an umpire was a fucking cheat, basically, and that's surprisingly the PC version of that. <laughs> um, in your experience, have you ever have you played in matches where you've thought this umpire's cheating? Yes. Many? Yes. Or, um, I can think of one personally where I thought that's uh, I think there's possibly one. It was a club in North Oxfordshire. Um, his grandson was bowling. His grandson bowls very tidy left arm seam, but from over the wicket, isn't going to get five LBWs a game. How's that, granddad? That's out, son. <laughs> so... Probably him. <laughs> That's such a bad um, confession for. Is that out, Grandad? Yes. Yes, I'm well done. Well, well. But that's probably... Yes, yes, it is. But I, I don't... Do umpires cheat, possibly? Do umpires get the result they want, possibly? We had an umpire at Oxford. Taff, who used to tell us, I took a fifer today. Well, no, you didn't, wow. Taff. You gave five people out. You know, again, it was a good umpire. It was, you know, it was a fair umpire, but, but it, it was quite a character. Like it, and it was the whole, yeah. No, I've given five people out. I've taken a fifer. It wasn't just in favour of Oxford. It was in favour of, you know, he, oh God, he, you know, he gave you out whether you were batting or whether you were appealing. So I don't think it, it wasn't, wasn't a poor umpire. He just, you know, I took a fifer today. Um, I guess at, at Spencer in the twos coming up in the league, we we, we had an umpire who, um, to try and put this delicately, wouldn't give Harver out if he was bold unless he really had to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, we had to move him on in the Premier League after three clubs complained about him. That was bad. <laughs> It's bad, isn't it? It's awkward. It's horrible. That's that's the thing. I think, I, it's, I think it's a massive accusation to say to, about someone: you are cheating, you are mm. actively corrupting the result of the game. I don't think. I think what you said there about an umpire getting the result they want, or the act of like I am going to only give out the opposition and give say not out to my team. I think there is a difference there. But I think it's just it's like the idea of umpires cool in test cricket. Like you get more umpires calls, you get all the umpires calls going one way, and none of them the other way, basically. I also do think that um, 
that players are absolutely terrible at judging what's out and what isn't. You only have to look oh. like someone at Stuart Broad, who's played 400 games for England, who still thinks it's out when outside and goes over the top. So you can take some elements of umpiring competence with a, with a large pinch of salt. Um, but we all make mistakes, you know. I, I, I snick off to second slip every second week. You know, that's a mistake. Yeah, so I think I think the only game I've ever played in where I thought this is this is cheating was it was actually happening on both sides. It was game. It was my first ever game in the twos away at Bank of England. And you were playing, and just they had to win to stay up. Oh god, and yes. I think the game was like one thirty played one thirty, and that was directly because both umpires were just giving the opposition out as quickly as they possibly could. Like the game was just <laughs> shortened. It just meant if you appeal to the correct person, that'll be a wicket and you'll carry on. And it was so bizarre playing in it. I do think, in terms of directly Spencer, it's worth complimenting Jamil for the last two or three years, how long he's been doing it. Oh, yeah, I mean, he's like one LBW of the season, isn't he, Jamil? And it's so, it's so much nicer playing with an umpire who's just a not-outer. Because the controversy just doesn't exist. You, you walk up on that pitch having won, you're like, we've won that game. And it has taken it has taken a couple of years before his reputation kind of spreads around the league. And I remember the first year, the first time players come up against him, they go, God, he's cheating, he's not giving any of them out. And you're like, no, 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 wait, <laughs> he won't give any of you yeah, out either. It's very important in the early days of Jamil to bowl first, because then they'll see that he's just not going to give anyone out LBW. We played a game against Normandy, summer of, summer of 2016, and they're number three. And... Back when Caddy had a bit of pace, I had him coming down the hill, and he just spent half an hour hitting their number three in front of middle and off, or middle, just palpably at LBW, every fourth ball or something, and Jamil, not out, not out, not out. And thank heavens that was that way around, else it could have got pretty nasty. Um, as I say, you know, Jamil's a great umpire. Is a, I mean, the games are a long, they're long games, because... <laughs> You have to take 20 wickets, and you've got to take him a lot away. But he started, you know, he started giving him more this year. Bloody far is he out a couple of times. I thought so like the I change think... was there was a game at Mold, against Molden Wanderers where they were they were pretty horrible to him, and like he he caved at one point. And he gave a, a dodgy one against us. I think directly as a result of being just abused, basically. I felt like since then, giving him out basically, he's been more of a more of an outer. More of a, yeah, that is true. God, that was that was a that was a fun game of cricket. So I play football with that same bowler, Rob. He's um, he was centre half. The one that was horrible to you. Who was on who abused horrible. you? Oh, was that Fluxy? Then Flux abused me. Then Flux abused me a lot. Fluxy, and then I shoulder you, don't, you don't know him. I don't know. All right. Then <laughs> Flux. Yeah, I'm 37. <laughs> I know everyone. <laughs> I've got a tremendous amount of stick for referring the entirety of the Weybridge team by their Christian names or their nicknames last summer. <laughs> oh, he'll do that. But I'm his friend. I think rightly so. I played against him for six years. <laughs> oh, God. But yeah, Ben called me every name under the sun, but forgot to set a backward point in the third man for him, for me. So I hit every ball V, you know, bat V from third man to backward point. And then sort of accidentally shoulder charged him um but he got he caught me out in the end so you know even stevens i want to talk about a very rare opportunity 
you had a privilege that I think many, if not all, club cricketers would like to enjoy, and that is scoring the winning runs at the Oval. Yeah, what a day that was. Talk, talk us through your victorious moment and what the scene so, was. What the scene was. So where where are we? Um, eight balls, eight balls to win. Sorry, eight balls to go. Four to win. Isha's opening bowler comes in, bowls on my legs, click it out. I think, well, that's gone for four. It's the oval. It's gone for four. You know, I've watched 1994 ovals. That's gone for four. Bloody isn't, is it? So that's an three. And then the guy at the other end has come down to the last ball of that over. I had a massive hack with one to win, losses off stump. So I'm at the non-striker. I'm at the striker's end. First ball, the last over, one to win. What could possibly go wrong? So we finished. We finished it. Um, do you want the long version or the short version, Cameron? Frankly, I want the long version. You want the long version. So ball one, I've played and missed. No dramas. No dramas. It's all right. It's all right. One to one to win off five. Second ball, I think a bit high up, tried to work it off my hip, got a bit of bat on it, fields in, one off four. No, 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 that's all right, that's all right. Next ball, he's bowled a length ball. I've had a hack, I've missed that. One off three. We've, we've got a bit of a problem here, haven't we? And Bakes is at the other end, so Bakes has got me this game. It's the same game that Glover played in that um, he chatted about a couple of weeks ago, Bakes has got us in. He's come down the other end. I think he's, I think he's trying not to laugh. He said, look, you know, Bat on balls, Smithy. Bat on ball. We've got it. And then third last ball. Bowler bowls are wide, doesn't he? So big offside wide. But um, the umpire, who I'm sure is a lovely guy, but but it's a cheat, has decided. <laughs> <laughs> has decided. Nah, I'll not give that because you know, as as everyone knows in cricket, the banter option is the right option. So the option is to not give it as a wide. And now, now it's one off two to win. At, at this point, are you terrified? Absolutely terrified. Because this is the day after I've bottled 100 against Farnham. No way. Okay. I'm, I'm sort of, yeah, I'm, I'm 99 not out for the weekend. I'm going, oh, Jesus. Not only am I going to bottle 100, I'm going to bottle one off six. And so one ball left. It will be bad. One fifth ball of the over. He comes in. Right. I'm just gonna have a hack. Lost all shape. Had a hack. Missed it. Um, so now it's oh, one safe. off one. And yeah, we've got the tie. We've got the tie. And um, so we've won the game by me running a bye to the wicketkeeper straight down the middle, blocking the stumps at the bowler's end. So you didn't even, <laughs> didn't even hit it. Didn't even hit the last ball. I just there was there was no way I was gonna even take the chance. Of, of hitting it or nicking it. If it was on the stumps, I was going to block it whilst running. And if it was off the stumps, I was just going to run. And Neil, to his eternal credit, is backed up by about 100 yards. And we've got there. So, yeah, I finished the game at the Oval. You know, what can you do? One, <laughs> one, for, one for 14 off, off three with a ball and three not out with a bat. You know? How, um... call, call, call me Darren Sammy or Kieran Bollard. <laughs> Did you... <laughs> Did you do you look back on that moment with pride, with like I I finished no, off the game at the open? No, I look on that with absolute shame, <laughs> absolute shame, and I'm I'm devastated. That's that's going to be on the podcast. <laughs> it is going to be. I've I've forgotten it happened. So embarrassed. I've I've tried to forget it happened every day for about two years, um, because yeah, it was. 
every day, you know, you're playing on the pitch. Because I've been to the Oval on the Friday night. It was a T20 game. Friday night, watched watch a Surrey, Surrey Glamorgan or someone. I just saw a hat-trick. It was quite fun. Surrey Kent. And then saw a hat-trick. Thought, well, that's really good cricket. And then on the Sunday, I proved that club cricket is a shit. Um, by, by, by just getting one off six. So, yeah. Um, did, did you feel like you won the game? Did you walk off you like, I've won? Or were you thinking, no, I'm, I'm the bar no, of the joke here? No, I, I am, I... <laughs> All I ever want in cricket is for someone to take me vaguely seriously. I'm quite an eccentric person. I have an eccentric style of scoring runs. All I want is someone who's a better cricketer than me to go, yeah, he's all right. And I've walked <laughs> off thinking, oh, Christ. There's, 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 there's the first team premier here. There's Bakes, who I've known a lot of years. I mean, you know, a lot of respect for him. I mean, he, he won't think much less, less than me. It's, I think he's hard to think much less than me. But, um, yeah, I just walked off ashamed, really. Absolutely ashamed. If you too would like to book a therapy session with The Lap, please get in contact with the show at 07534. <laughs> That's so stupid. Um, yeah, that was Smithy. Um, I, I think it's important to say I got a message from Bakes. I sent him that to him beforehand. He said he does not think any less of Smithy and he thinks he's a fine cricketer. Um, yeah, join me next week. It's meant to be Ed Kilby, but I, I don't know. I don't know. Uh, we'll find out. See you then. Bye-bye.